This year is about the importance of a Masora, not to do things with your own understanding, unless it was given over from earlier generations. This is a Sikha from Rabchaim Shmulevitz, which teaches us the importance of uh, things being handed over from one generation to another. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, there was a time when the danger of Klal Yisrael and Ovadio took a hundred Navim because he didn't want them to be, you know, that the enemy should come against them and hid them by Yachbiyim Chamishim Ish Bimairo and took fifty of them and hid them in a cave. So the Gemara asks, My Shno Chamishim Ish. Why did Ovadio take just 50 people? Omar Abeloza, Subeloza says, Yaakov Lomad. He learned, he learned from Yaakov Avinu. He learned from Yaakov Avinu to take a certain amount of small divide that comes up into different sections. Shenema, Fohoya Hamachene Hanisho Lifleto. That the, if the enemy will come to one camp, <coughs> the remaining camp will be able to escape. So Marshaw asks a question, why did he have to learn from Yaakov? It's very simple logic that when there's an enemy coming to divide up the people to different camps, then in case the enemy comes to one then they could, the other one could escape. It's a very logical thing. We don't need to come to learning it from Yaakov Avinu. Another example. The Gemara says in Avodah Zorach of Hei, Tonor Abonon, Yisrael shenizdamen loy akum baderech. If a Jewish person happens to be walking in a, in a way, I'm sure it means out of town where the other people aren't there with a, a Gentile, a non-Jew. Shalu, if the Gentile asks the Jew, where are you going? <coughs> he should wind the way. He should say, yeah, I'm coming. I'm going. Like Yaakov Avinu did to Esau, as the Pazuk says, when Yaakov when Esau came to meet Yaakov, and then they made peace together, and then Esau said, let's go together. And then Yaakov answered, yeah, one day, one day I'll come with you. I'll come, we'll come to Seir, we'll come together. Uksiv, and afterwards it's written, Yaakov Nosa Sukoso. He went his way, Esau went their way. And therefore, he answered him, if a person will, you know, and gentle will want to go with the Jew in a like more of a private way where it could be somewhat dangerous, then he should wind the way he said, Yes, I'm going this way, you're going that way, 
will stay friends. All say the same question. Why did he have to come to learn from Yaakov? It's common sense that a person is going in a way and he doesn't know who he's going with. And he's scared for his life. He's scared that, you know, maybe one day there's going to be a certain amount of time together. He may start up with him. Then he should start, you know, excusing himself <coughs> and uh, explaining that he's going in a certain way and he should go in his way. The Yushalmi in Shviz, in Perektes, in Halacha Aleph at the end. There was a story of the Shimon ben Yechoi that they were trying to also his enemies would try to start up with him and then things were quieting down so Rabbi Shimon ben Yichoi says let's go and do something to appreciate, to thank Hashem that our enemy has left us and he said like our forefathers did as the Pasuk says Avinu it says, Vayichan es penei ha'ir, Vayoch vayoposik breishis lamet gimel yudches, Vayobo Yaakov sholem ir shchem, Ashaberetz kenam b'boi banu, Vayichan es penei ha'ir. So the Yerushalmi says, Osa lahem italzin shorimoychen b'shuk. He made for them, he made the marketplaces, he established marketplaces, and the merchants then sold their goods cheaply at the market. In this way, Jacob benefited the city of, of Shechem. He wanted to do something good for them. So that's what he, Rabshim ben Echoi said, let's learn from Yaakov Avinu that he was good and wanted to show our chorus, our We'll also do that, I will be nice to the people over here. And where did you learn from Yaakov? Another Gemara, Gemara Sanhedrin, Dafyud Aleph. The Gemara says, there's a story with Gamliel that he told his Talmidim, please, seven people should go into the attic at that time when the Bastin would decide if there's going to be a leap year, so they would go seven people together, and the place where they would go was this attic, where they would decide these halachas together. So that's what he told them to do. When he got up there, he found eight people. So he said, listen, I only asked for seven people. Please, the eighth person should leave. <coughs> so Shmuel HaKobn, one of the people who were asked to go up there, says, I was the one who went up without permission. But really the Gemara says it wasn't really him, it was somebody else, but he didn't want to embarrass the other person, and therefore he went. Of course one has to understand, of course the Rebbe didn't want to insult anybody, he must have had a cheshman, why he just wanted these seven, not the eighth. The Chassid Shalom, what he himself wanted, he must have had his cheshman. Kihar, the Gemara continues, the Yosef Rebbe the Kadorish. Rebbe was giving Shia and there was a smell there of garlic, some unpleasant smell. So he said, whoever, please, 
can't have shear like this. Anybody who, uh, you know, smells of whatever, from the garlic, should leave. Shubchir got up and he went out. They all got up and they all got out. The next day, the son of Rebbe, went over to Rebchia and says, why did you upset my father? Why did you uh, eat Rikshom? So he says, I would never do such a thing. But I went out because I didn't want to insult anybody. And then they all went out, says the Gemara, where he learned from, he learned from a mayor. Another story, the Brizer says, there was a story with this woman. She came to a base of Medrash of Ramea and she said, Rebbe, one of you Talmidim was Mekadosh me with, you know, there's three ways where you can Mekadosh a woman, the Kesef, the Shtar, the Beer. And uh, he was Mekadosh me with Beer, with the relations. Not too respectful. So Ramea got up and wrote a get and gave it to her. They all got up and they all were able to get Ramey, where did he learn from? Shmuel HaKotten. Where did he learn it from? From Shachania Ben Yechiel. Where did he learn from? From Yeshua or Moshe Rabbeinu. Of course one has to understand but there's also has to be a certain quality when you're learning Torah. It has to have a certain Kedusha. But of course, not that they wanted to insult. It wasn't about that. I'm sure there was other ways how to do it that it wouldn't be insulting. And therefore the Rebbe wasn't responsible that it was going to come out like that. But the Talmidim felt that in any case, even though the Talmud wouldn't have been insulted, but whatever, they still would out. So we see from here a very, very important yourself. We see from here that as much as I can use my own seichel, my own understanding, to decide situations in life, in community, in yeshiva, in house, in neighbors, of how to behave in certain situations. But you can never rely on your own understanding. You never know what it's coming from, why you thinking or making these types of decisions. But if you have learned from an earlier person, an earlier Rebbe, and you have a similar story, and you're able to learn <coughs> from him, well, I saw this by my Rebbe, I saw this by my father, who was a Talmud Chachem, then the person can trust his own understanding. So my Rebbe used to ask, what happens if my Rebbe is not alive anymore, and I can't ask my Rebbe. So he would say, what I would do is, he said, the Mirish Shiva said, I would think like this, if my Rebbe would be alive today, what would my Rebbe do? If this would be the situation that he would be, you know, he would be part of, what would he do in this situation? That's what I would ask him. But the start over here is two things. The first thing is, something which is very important today, there's so much confusion that everybody has to follow their way they would vote out, their derech. If it was a derech at Torah, and he has Rabbeim, 
and there has to be a Masora from generation to generation, which was given over in a healthy way, then that's the way you should follow. So even if situations come up which are look like new situations, <coughs> one always has to learn from the old generations, from the Rabbeim, of how they would act if they're not here, or if they are here, of course, to ask them how to behave and how to ask. We never trust, even though a person himself is a Talmud Chacham, he's also learned, also understanding, but without having to come from, that's what really keeps the generations from generation to generation, is that we keep our old Mehon Hagim, our old Masora, what we saw in our homes, in our Rabbeim, in our yeshivas, in our communities, from reliable sources, well, they come from there, and they come from there, back to many generations. That gives the most secure way of knowing that we're continuing the Rotten Hashem and we're doing the right thing. But once a person starts allowing himself to think on his own and to make his own decisions, then you never know what it could lead to. That's why we so makbit on Masora, on things from generation to generation. That's one Yisod. The second Yisod says, Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi that it cannot be, it has to be, if you notice, from your Rebbe, or something which you <coughs> or your Rebbe had seen. But it can't be something from, you know, there's a story in the Gemara, it has to go from one Rebbe to another Rebbe, to another Rebbe, to another Rebbe, and so on. From generation to generation, that's the healthiest way of giving the Torah over. Especially today's generation, so many different, so much confusion, different ways. The person who keeps his own Masora, his own, you know, Minhagim. I remember once my father told me there was a Hasidish, a boy came to Gate of Yeshiva, was a Litvish Yeshiva. And my father was very mocked to tell him, if you come from this and this Masora, from a Hasidic background, you're obligated to continue, even though you're in the Shiva now, which we have different Minhagim. But you for yourself have to keep your own Minhagim, the way you were brought up, the way you saw in your home. And that comes from Masora. Don't budge from that, not at all, exactly the way you saw. That's why you should continue. And somebody who doesn't have a Masora from his home, that he gets it from his yeshiva, he gets it from his community, the Rav of the Kehila, who has a Masora, that makes sure, makes strong, the Yiddishkeit, for the coming generation, where your children, and your students, and your people from your community, are going to see you, and they see you with your Masora, and they will do with Kiev on their Masora, that will keep the Yiddishkeit going from generation to generation.